What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Circle of Slime. It's me, your boy Skinny, and I'm joined by the one and only Ozzy Fresh, and we have a special guest in the building. It is an honor, and it is a privilege to have <laughs> you here with us, and that is the one and only Rich Cammy. What's up, baby? What's happening, Circle? This is great to be here again. It's been a while, and I'm here for very similar Happy, reason. Uh, Taco Taco Tuesday. You know, it is I'm a about taco to have some Tuesday. tacos in a little bit. I'm excited. <laughs> nice. We also have a little special guest of the circle, a uh, big WWE fan. Uh, we were watching SummerSlam this weekend, and she's super excited, and she wanted to join in on the call and just get in on all the wrestling fun. So I want to start this episode, let you guys know that this is a special episode. We're going to be talking WWE SummerSlam, which happened over the weekend. And um, let's just get right into it. Um Rich, I was watching the Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair fight, and uh, those two chicks were going at it, bro. Yeah. Um, who were you rooting for in that match? Uh, I mean, this is a uh, an opposite of an alien versus predator situation. Whereas <laughs> with those two, no matter uh -huh. who wins, we lose. But with with Becky and and Bianca, nothing but winners all around. I mean, honestly. Uh, uh, I wasn't expecting the Becky face turn at the end, uh, but uh -huh. it was very fun to see. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, it was honestly, I was rooting for, okay. All right. Uh, enough of the bullshit. I was rooting, <laughs> I was rooting for Bianca because okay. she's, she is hands down the future of the business, um, especially in the women's division. Uh, they did a beautiful job telling a story literally from, from, uh, SummerSlam a year ago, a okay. year long story where Bianca came out. She was supposed to have a match with Carmella. No one was excited about that. Carmella got hurt. Becky Lynch's music hit after she had been gone uh, uh, from being pregnant the year prior, came out, had the match, 26 second match, huge upset. Everyone was pissed because <laughs> this is Bianca. She's the future. What are we doing? Uh, and it started. Becky comes out, handshake, pulls her in, gives her her version of the rock bottom, the manhandle slam, uh, and she's the champ. Throughout the course of the year, they have another match. Uh, eventually, Bianca becomes a champion, and and they have this excellent match, uh, and it ends with a handshake. Look at that. Yeah, I thought wow. that was pretty awesome at the end, too. Um, I, I was going to ask you, I was watching that fight and I'm like, are they running out of like moves? Because I noticed that it was a version of the rock bottom, but she lands on her knees. So I was like, damn, is there is there more to that move or that's just that's what she does? Um, it, what may have been affected is the fact that during that match, early in the match, Becky Lynch separated her shoulder. Dude, that was another thing I was going to ask. Was that legit or was, that just, was is that just like part of a promo? Was no, that part of is... that? So I saw some clips. Sorry to interrupt because I, I didn't watch it, but I had to bring something instead. I'm just going to stand here with a goofy <laughs> smile on my face the whole episode. So is did she hurt her shoulder when that chick did the backflip off the turnbuckle? Like when they were when she was holding her and she did a backflip with her? It had to or, be either that or that KOD move, right? So both y'all were kind of breaking up a little bit on my end. Hit me with that one more time. No, I was saying, it, did that shoulder thing happen when she did the backflip off the turnbuckle? And like that was that thing was insane. Like she grabbed her and did a backflip. I don't know. Yeah, it pretty intense online. The Spanish fly. That I don't think so. I I didn't see exactly where it happened, but uh, from what I understand, it did happen like pretty early in the match. Which yeah, that was a little bit pretty later, dope move. Yeah. 
So yeah, she oh, thugged it out cool. for the whole fight. Yes. She was hurt with that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Becky, there's there it's it's no coincidence that Becky Lynch's nickname is the man because she okay. got that from uh, uh the build up to SummerSlam uh 2018, I want to say, uh, where she was on SmackDown and it was a battle of the brands, and SmackDown invaded Raw and just kind of like bum rushed them like in the locker room and uh at ringside. Go check it out. It's an awesome segment. Um, and she's going, uh, uh, she's getting into it with Nia Jack, uh, Nia Jax, excuse me, uh, who is the Rock's cousin, who is awful. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and Nia Jax busted up, like straight up broke Becky Lynch's nose and she thugged it out again there. And then like, as the SmackDown women are, are leaving out through the crowd, like she's just got this badass, bloody looking face and she's just talking all her shit. It was the birth of the man. She's the man. <laughs> Bottom line. That's awesome. I thought it was a really dope fight. And another thing, I was super confused. I like, who were those three girls that ended up coming at the end that, like you said, that was a, it was a face turn for Becky Lynch to come in the ring and come and help Bianca. Who were those three yeah. girls? One of them was Bailey. I don't know so the other two. Started out with Bailey, who has been out with an injury for over a year. She's been healthy for some time. Um, but they just haven't brought her back until SummerSlam. Uh, she came up with uh, uh, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks and Charlotte, like when they all started in NXT together, uh, when it was back, you know, for the Young Bucks, uh, not the tag team, but just actual Young Bucks. Um, uh, they all kind of formed a bond. They became the Four Horsewomen. Um, Look at that. And, Four Horsewomen. And yeah, and Bailey then was like <laughs> one of the biggest babies. She literally got her start as her character by just being a fan, just being uh -huh. a fan of the other wrestlers that are there. And then she had a heel turn a few years ago with Sasha Banks. And, uh, and she's, she's incredibly entertaining, incredible wrestler. Uh, and I'm just so happy she's back. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So me and my daughter, we were actually watching. Um, I saw Bailey versus Sasha Banks. We saw that. I think that was a few years ago. That was like because I Googled like the best Sasha Banks fight. And my daughter's asking me, why isn't Sasha Banks in WWE no more? Because I did some research and I couldn't yeah. find her at a part of the roster. Wow. Uh, can you answer that for this princess right here? Do we know why she's not in the WWE anymore? Uh, so so also real quick. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't checked out uh bailey versus sasha banks at nxt brooklyn it's an all-time bang that's that's the one Just we saw <laughs> that's the one we saw the nxt oh, fight in brooklyn incredible match yep uh so sasha banks was women women's tag team champion uh with naomi who was also fantastic and they won the titles at wrestlemania and they were promised that they were going to be actually given a prominent role for the titles um and they get to work one monday and are told that uh uh th that some things where are we at on on kayfabe with the little one uh, uh do we know do we know the secrets or what's going on here no nah, she's she's just getting into it now okay. she's just learning okay. so they had a, a workplace disagreement uh over some creative differences with the characters okay. and sasha and naomi straight up real real deal quit the company right. um and so they haven't been around since then it's going on a few months now um so who knows where they may wind up next 
Ooh, is that like a possible like <laughs> a AEW appearance or what's what's there's, it called? There's uh, AEW All Elite Wrestling, okay. yeah. um, which I know we were talking about last week, okay. and I'm curious to hear your feedback on on AEW. But uh, but yeah, there's they will be employed somewhere soon. That's all I'll say. There's there's reports out there, but I don't want to I don't want to you know spoil anything. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so we're going to move on to the next subject, and I want to talk to you about the Logan Paul and the Miz fight. Um, I don't I don't know if you're a Logan Paul fan, but I'm not really a fan of him and his brother. But, dude, I cannot hate. He did some super athletic shit in that match, and it really blew me away. I don't know about you, but I was super impressed. Uh, as an avid wrestler fan, did you feel the same way watching Logan Paul? It takes so much out of me <laughs> to give any, any molecule of credit uh-huh. to that skunk, Logan yes. Paul. <laughs> any of the Pauls. Okay, cool. We feel uh, the same way then. He infiltrated my life in more ways than I care to between wrestling <laughs> and trading cards. <laughs> And I still feel the same way about the trading cards. And frankly, I'm happy he got hosed on that box, that case of Pokemon cards. (laughs) It was a delightful thing for me. Uh, But that match with The Miz, and granted, he's in there with a great great ring partner with The Miz. If anyone's going to make you look good, it's The Miz. He's he's an incredible pro, especially considering where he came from Mm -hmm. and... And all he's and how he started and how he's done in the business and everything he's done, you know, he's he's a he's a real one. He's a Hall of Famer, hands down, no doubt, first ballot. Um, but it wasn't the Miz doing a frog splash from the turnbuckle to the announcer's table. On the table, I saw that. Dude. I saw that. And actually, I just, I was I was re- again recapping for this podcast, yeah. and I saw it. Everybody was like, "Are you kidding me, Logan Paul?" <laughs> and this dude's like legit going through the table. Who? And that's the only thing that kept me worried was the girl that was like yelling at him like he was gonna she was gonna knock him off the turnbuckle by accident or something like that yeah. other than that it looked pretty dope <laughs> um yeah it was it was a it was a fantastic match and it's it's heartbreaking to say that but it was yeah and um, and it's it was a very very smart decision on their part to to sign him they don't normally sign celebrities to like actual deals like this normally mm-hmm. they come in they do a thing it's fun and then they go back to hollywood or wherever I wanted to um, wanted to harp on that because I think it's something cool that the WWE is doing with like social media, knowing how big that era is right now and how influential these people are. Um, so like the Pat McAfee's, which I know he was part yeah. of this as well. You know, I remember when me and you were talking about Bad Buddy, and you're like, "This guy is like the most impressive wrestler I've ever seen." Yeah, <laughs> like Bad Bunny, go figure. He couldn't speak a lick of English, but he was doing his thing on there, and 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 it brings that cult following of people who normally wouldn't be into wrestling, especially like. Yeah. The YouTubers of the world and then the whole Spanish yep. community already as it is just behind Bad Bunny. So I thought that was dope. And then seeing the clips for from Pat McAfee and Logan Paul for this event, it was just like, man, both these dudes are really doing their thing. I I saw something earlier today that with just Logan Paul's uh, uh, social media outlets, clips, assorted clips of him at SummerSlam had like over 44 million views already so that's all like your investment's already paying off however much they're paying him 
that's it's very and then and then it turns out he's very good he wants to be doing it yeah. and like <laughs> he's cutting good promos you know like yeah. the, the everyone was like very confused because at wrestlemania when he teamed with the miz and then at, they win and then at the end miz gives him his, his skull crushing finale his finisher Everyone's like, are they really going to try and make Logan Paul a baby face? Try and make him a good guy? He's one of the most hated people on the planet. <laughs> but uh, he's doing it. <laughs> I, I truly felt the same way um, when I, I've never seen Logan Paul wrestle before up until this match. And the whole time I'm watching it and like, I don't know why. I just don't like the guy. I'm not a fan of his. And as yeah, soon as he gets in the ring and he starts wrestling <laughs> and doing his moves, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's pretty fucking good. He's got to be jacked, too. He dude, he's jacked and he's super <laughs> athletic, doing backflips and suplexes from the turnbuckle, the frog splash he did. I was truly yeah. taken away and impressed by his athletic ability. It was pretty remarkable to me. Yeah. Uh, Triple H was on his podcast today, and there's some good clips coming out, and and – yeah, uh, you know, he said, like, I can count on less than my hand the amount of people that have, like, taken to this industry the way that you have, like, in the, in the, in the, like, as well. And the only other person I could think of off the top of my head is Kurt Angle. Like, he was basically just thrown in the deep end saying, like, all right, you're going to be a wrestler now, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and then he, he flourished. He flourished. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm I'm gonna keep looking forward to it. And I, and I I thought he could have executed. Uh, what was that? The the finishing move that he stole from the Miz, the skull crushing finale. The skull crushing finale. Like I felt like he did that a little bit weak, but other than everything else, I thought it was like solid execution. The yeah. moves they were really good. But I thought he could have finished uh, that skull crusher move with maybe Which... a little bit more force or sold it. Mm -hmm. So that actually. This is the one of the things I love about wrestling is you could just like use your head cannon to like make things like that work. So uh -huh. uh, on commentary during the match, they mentioned how uh, uh, Miz was saying, when we tagged at WrestleMania, I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Uh, look uh, at that. <laughs> yeah. And it's things like that that I'm very excited for commentary. So if in case you haven't heard for some reason, uh, Vince McMahon is officially yes. out of WWE. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the many awful things that Vince McMahon would do is he would constantly be in the commentator's ears and constantly telling them what to say. Whatever you were hearing, it was Vince saying it through the mouthpiece of Michael Cole or Jimmy Smith or whoever's doing commentary at the time. And SummerSlam was such a well-called show. And yeah. little, and because of little things like that, and That's and because right. of another match that we'll get to later, and um, they didn't. Have, you're saying they didn't have like the pressure of Vince McMahon in their ear. They were able to flow organically. Yeah, and it was it was it was beautiful. It was such a breath of fresh air. It was wonderful. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know all that, but uh, moving to the next fight that I wanted to talk about, um, mm -hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on the Pat McAfee fight that uh, uh, Ozzy brought up not too long ago. Um, I'll give my take first just so it's like it'll be honest um i felt like that fight was a little gimmicky and um i felt like pat mcafee isn't that great of a wrestler and i wasn't like that entertained watching that fight mm -hmm. um <laughs> if your opinion is different feel free to bash me and go for it but i really mm -hmm. want to hear your take on that fight 
So, yeah, McAfee's definitely got a few more matches under his belt because he did a few matches uh, with Adam Cole in NXT. And then he also mm-hmm. had a WrestleMania match, I believe. Um, and he is he's good. He's solid. But where he yeah. gets over the most is with his enthusiasm and his charisma. So mm-hmm. he's he calls Friday Night Smackdown regularly. He is the color commentator. On so Smackdown. he's more of a commentator in yeah. WWE. OK, yeah. Um, but every now and then he'll he'll get pulled out and, you know, he'll get pulled into a match, which he loves to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's not like the strongest. He's not the most natural athlete. He was, after all, mm-hmm. a punter in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but damn it, if he's not going to give 110 yeah. percent, you know, it's like I respect not, it not all just the way. his character. Yeah, he's yeah. going to like not leave anything in the ring left. Um, but yeah. So uh, for for that, I was like in and out during this match myself as well. Like it didn't really hold my attention uh, okay. too much, but also that's okay. just a byproduct of of Happy Corbin or whatever he is now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, uh, from before you jumped back in watching wrestling, go on YouTube and uh, just just look up sad Corbin clips because mm-hmm. uh, there was a storyline about a year ago where he basically lost all his money. And was just broke and just begging people for money. And this is real life stuff. No, no, this is a story. Oh, it's like a promo. Okay. okay yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's just he's just doing excellent comedic work. He's just showing up, just disheveled, beard, hair growing out, mustard stains on his shirt. Excellent stuff. It's and it and it probably didn't pay off the way it should have. Where he learned a lesson instead. He they had money in the bank in Vegas, and he got lucky mm-hmm. in Vegas, and now he's happy, <laughs> Corbin. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Can't win them all. <laughs> all right. I'm going to definitely check that out. That's sad Corbin on YouTube, right? Yeah. All yes. right. We're going to remember to do that. So um, last and last and last but not least, the fight that I wanted to talk about as well was the Roman and Brock Lesnar fight. Um, I thought this fight was fucking amazing. I thought yes. it was so awesome. Um, I saw something that I've never seen before. With the tractor trailer and the, I ring was gonna, and- I was gonna bring that up. I was like, "Is that real? Did did did, did Brock Lesnar really just lift an entire ring with a tractor? Is that it looked really re- it looked real to me. I don't know if you know anything different. <laughs> no, that's what happened. Yeah, I I thought it was who, a great. Who thought fight. that was a good idea though. I don't know, but it was genius. Hopefully, this is the like beginning. The last of Vince McMahon. <laughs> the last of nah, Vince I don't think I, I ain't a Vince idea. That's. <laughs> This is a new era idea right here. Yeah, I, I thought that was awesome, dude. I thought the fight was great. Um, I have no idea how Roman won. I feel like Brock Lesnar was kicking his ass for like three quarters of the fight. Yeah. But somehow Roman was able to pull this out his ass. Um, there was somebody else who came in to help. Um, I'm just getting into this myself as well. Yeah. So I don't remember who do you know who it was? No. You don't you don't know no. either? So uh, who was that that kind of ruined the fight and stole stole the win from Brock Lesnar? Uh, so the help, the assist that uh, Roman Reigns got was one from his uh, manager, Paul Heyman, not manager, yes. excuse me, uh, 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 his his fat man, as he calls him, <laughs> okay. um, uh, and his real life cousins, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso. Okay. Oh, uh, all real to- quick, real quick, sorry to interrupt you. Too, right? You mentioned cousins. I think me and her heard that. What did they say? The Rock and that other guy um, he was playing against that they were cousins. So is the Rock also a cousin with um, Roman? Roman? Yeah. He's uh, uh, Roman's uncle, I believe. Oh, and is this part of a storyline or this is 
real. No, they're really oh, they're all... He was in the Fast and the Furious movie too. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> were in that. Uh, he's Fast, in Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and okay, Shaw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I just wanted to get that in before I forgot. They're all part of the the Noi wrestling family. Okay. Uh, that also includes Rikishi. Uh, oh, if you remember shoot. Rikishi. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Who doesn't it include? If you ever any wrestler you come across whose name is Fatu, they're in it. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, the head shrinker. Well, Fatu was in that as well. But yeah, uh, there's, there's a whole there's a whole mess of Samoans. A whole lineage of them. Just set Samoan wrestlers out there. Uh, there's there's a uh, Jacob Fatu on the Indies right now who absolutely whips ass. This dude rocks. Um, look him up, Jacob Fatu, the Samoan werewolf. Um, yeah, the only the only Samoan that isn't uh, uh, related to the Anawaii family is the one dude named Samoa Joe. Uh, <laughs> go figure. Go, go figure. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Usos come down to help make the save for for Roman, um, mm-hmm. which has been an ongoing thing uh, for Roman uh, since he he got back with his with the family. They're called the Bloodline. Uh, they have all the titles, basically, uh, all do. the main titles. Yeah. Roman has the WWE title and the Universal title, uh, re- representing both Raw and SmackDown. And the Usos have both the Raw tag team titles and the SmackDown tag team titles. So they're all the undisputed champions. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, the and, and that's kind of the story that they're also telling with Roman right now is that he's just on God mode. Uh, he he cannot be beat. He's been the champion for over for I think yesterday was exactly seven hundred days that he's been. I heard about that universal one of them. I can't remember if he got the universal. I think he got the universal title first, um, which has been the longest reigning champion since. Like the only four people that have been champion longer than him for consecutive days are literally Hulk Hogan, Pedro Morales. Bob Backlund and Bruno Bruno San Martino. No, we're going like the most back recent one those. being Hogan in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I yeah. um I thought it was but, a really phenomenal fight. Go ahead, you got something? Yeah, no. Well, so overall, SummerSlam was an excellent show, and this just topped it off. Normally, last man standing matches can be very anticlimactic just by the nature of the match. The only way it can end is by somebody being counted, like being down and a ref slowly counting to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by the time that happens, however it does happen, it's kind of like, uh, okay, great. Yeah. You know, and I've seen it in all sorts of screwy ways where like people are holding them down with like a forklift or they tape their feet to the ring post or something like that. And earlier in the night, I noticed that speaking of the ring posts, they didn't have like the LED boards on the four corners of the ring like they normally so you do peep something was going and down <laughs> normally whenever they do that it's like because they have a, a cage match or something uh-huh. so it's like well that's weird i know there's not a cage match on here uh, something's going on something's happening i don't know like they've done with that's crazy with Brock to notice that. <laughs> well i'm a sicko is what yeah. <laughs> um I'm, I'm a i'm a wrestling pervert and it shouldn't be allowed um and and so they've done things in the past with uh, specifically with Brock Lesnar where they'll have a big spot and they'll have like the ring break and they'll set it up to where like, you know, if it hits it a certain way, they can like rig it to where like, the, you know, half of the ring collapses. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a great looking spot. Um, mm-hmm. But 
Holy shit, man. You said that's yeah. something you've never seen before. My <laughs> best friend, one of my best friends in the world, Christopher James Mullet, who's been, who is 34, 35 years old. And he's been watching wrestling for 35 years. He's never seen that happen. <laughs> and I'm also a sucker for whenever they just mess with the ring at all. Anytime like they do some weird angle where they like, tear the ropes off or they pull the mat up and you see the plywood under it. Oh, I'm a sucker for that. Let's see how that thing is constructed. <laughs> this was insane. This was like, yeah. actually it was and I, again, I'm just cribbing from uh, the conversation I was having with Mullet, but like in his words, they finally did the thing in a last man standing match where they went all out. Like there was no any like little I mean, yeah, you know, you had you know the the, the interference and all that stuff, and, and and that's that was to be expected with you know. But Brock, Le involved. they interfered, they interfered, but Brock Lesnar still kicked both those dudes' yeah. ass. Like, yeah. they, didn't even, yeah, they didn't do yeah. shit. These these are two like the the the, the most strongest uh, portrayed dudes like in in history. So it's like, and they've 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 said it before, like even in the lead up, like. Uh, what's going to be different this time you know like well that's what's Fucking different tractor. That's yes. a big difference. <laughs> so I, I have a question i don't know about you but um <laughs> did you only notice was that tractor there the whole night or did they only show it when the fight started i they only showed it when brock was coming out and if i had to guess because I, I think i saw something on twitter about like there was a there was a tarp over something ah, okay, yeah okay, so okay. i think they, they probably had it like covered in something okay yeah because i was watching yeah. the whole thing and i never saw the tractor but then i'm like when the hell did they put yeah. that shit there and like Dude, how did they're, the crowd that was gonna go be crazy. my next question where did it come from yeah like that they're 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 so good at, at just like hiding things we actually uh, back when we actually used to do Podswoggle regularly, we had a, a former writer on the show, John Carl, and we asked him just about like, you know, from the big to the small things, like how do these things get done? Because like very much like SNL, the turnaround time on having to get things like a tractor, you know, or like the set of, uh, the, you know, a CNN show or whatever, the turnaround time is like incredibly short and both things absolutely fascinating to me to no end the craft of like actually making these things happen especially with wrestling and wwe more often than not uh, more often when vince was in charge you'd get the whims of a crazy billionaire you know saying ah make my limousine blow up tonight and it's like what <laughs> I, no, come on man i'm tired <laughs> but uh you know they always do it they always pulled it off and apparently that that uh, uh, uh that team backstage is called magic Okay. apropos um yeah. <laughs> and they do stuff like that you know like a few years ago uh, uh miro in aew he used to wrestle in wwe as rusev uh came out in a freaking tank at wrestlemania <laughs> like a military Where tank? Are they keeping it? yeah <laughs> where'd this tank come from <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I got I can need more details on that so I can YouTube that shit. I would love to see that. Just have Richie send WrestleMania you the wildest shit really wrestling. That's what I love about wrestling. It's it's soap operas. It's comic books. It's yeah. it's uh, live gymnastics, but also drama. It's it's the perfect. I've always said this. Wrestling is the perfect combination of art 
and athletics. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's all of it wrapped into one. Uh, why uh, I was going to go down a, a, a labor organization <laughs> route, but never mind. That's for another. Podcast. <laughs> well, why shouldn't they be a you know like actors' equity or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, man. Cards. Uh, overall, man, I thought um, <laughs> that Roman and Lesnar fight was phenomenal. Um, you said usually these fights are an, are anticlimactic, but um, I thought it was a pretty sweet ending um, when they just just piling all this shit on top of him. Poor guy. So there, I, f- I forget because fuck them that Austin Theory <laughs> also came out. Uh huh. Which was um, which was that? Who's that? That was the guy with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh, if you want to understand more about Austin Theory, uh, Google Austin Theory text messages. Okay. And that's all I'll leave it at. <laughs> okay. Is he the, uh, the guy, number one? As it turns out. Uh, <laughs> Is he the Vince... number one contender right now? So he's got the Money in the Bank contract, which means that he can uh, he can challenge for either the universal title or the WWE title whenever he wants. It could be a surprise. He can give a heads up. So that's what he was like intending to do when he came down, he was going to cash in his opportunity. Now, if it did, I don't know how that was going to work because it only ever happened one time before. And it was Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania, uh, 2015, I want to say. And Seth Rollins was your money in the bank holder. And in the middle of the match, he came down, cashed it in. They turned it into a triple threat match. Okay, that kind of works. But this was a last man standing match. So if he did successfully cash it in and like enter into the match, would it have stayed a last man standing match? Hmm. Because there's never been a triple threat last man standing match. And how exactly would that work? Or would it just revert to a regular old triple threat match? That's Which, interesting. Yeah. I didn't even well, realize that's what was, what was going on. At the moment, I just see some guy come out with a fucking briefcase just trying to clobber somebody. <laughs> Wait, why is he trying realize... to make a deal right now? This <laughs> is business time. Yeah. I wasn't too sure. But, um, yeah. it, it was, but then uh, that just got uh, me thinking about like, well, how would a triple threat last man standing match work? <laughs> would it be like elimination? Would you have to rack up? Mm, that could be fun. I don't know. Well, that's just how my dumb head works. So where, 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 what would you overall give this SummerSlam event? Uh, were you satisfied as a viewer? Uh, did you think it was good? I thought it was entertaining. I haven't seen a SummerSlam in years, but um, I thought it did a pretty decent job for me. We enjoyed it. I, I thought it was entertaining as hell. There were some great surprises. Back to the beginning with the surprises. So you had Bailey, And then the next one to come out was Dakota Kai, who yes. had been fired months ago. She's great. But she never like got out of NXT or like if she did, it was like for a cup of coffee and she's fantastic. And they let her go. So it's a surprise to everybody that they resigned her. Sorry. I've just been gassy as hell today. So I'm just like, <laughs> leaning away from the mic. Let it like, rip, every, man. <laughs> every second. No, but they're not like fun, good, like audible burps. They're just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last one to come out, uh, uh, Io Shirai, uh, who's mm-hmm. now renamed Io Sky. Uh, she got, you know, she was big in Japan. They signed her to NXT. She was great in NXT and then just kind of like floundered when NXT did this big rebrand to NXT 2.0. Don't get me started. And, uh, 
and like her contract was coming up and there were a lot of rumors that she wanted to just go back to Japan. Her best friend had done the same thing. She was wrestling in WWE and she got hurt. She let her contract run out and she started wrestling again in Japan recently. Uh, and then she showed up and everyone's like, oh, excellent. And then she had a match on Monday with Bianca Belair. That was oh. another banger. Oh, we got to watch that fight. Okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Um, so okay. yeah, between the surprises and then just like delivering on uh, not just like great spots and great mm -hmm. stories, but also like great outcomes as well. Like everyone who you, you wanted to win kind of won and everyone who should have won kind of won. And yeah. And you, you didn't even, we haven't even said Ronda Rousey's name on here, which I'm not complaining, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm Liv Morgan beat her in a, in a screwy fit. That match was only five, not even that match was four minutes and 35 seconds. Wow. Ah! That's gosh. Ronda they didn't give her no screen time. <laughs> Ronda Rousey is not a good wrestler, not a good wrestling character, that. not a good person. <laughs> Honestly, That's Ronda crazy. Rousey. And go kick rocks. There you uh, go. <laughs> That's and, actually uh, yeah. the one fight that we skipped. We didn't watch that fight. So look at that. It yeah. wasn't even that good. <laughs> no, it was, it was whatever. I'm glad Liv Morgan won because uh, she's uh, she's got she's a real fan favorite right now. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, she's, she's good. She's fine. I like her. Um, but yeah, yeah. Overall, though, also Bobby Lashley. Oh man, he's he is getting. A lot of momentum as well um and they're really building up the u.s title again which is nice to see uh he he beat La uh, the austin theory which is also nice to see you love to see it um yeah you know it's it's a uh, it's a good time it's a yeah, good time i thought so i enjoyed it it looked like they're also building up a fight between um what was the guy uh with the orange shirt um, um. Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth Rollins, yeah. Yes, it looks like they're uh, building up something with him. And what was the his the other guy's name? Riddle. Riddle. So okay. uh, they were supposed to have a match, and that mm -hmm. match got cut. Um, the reason they they told on screen is that uh, Riddle got hurt, but he didn't. He was fine. They just cut the match for creative reasons, probably to give some oh, other matches some time, that. which was nice. Um, and then on Monday. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out and says, now that Riddle's out for a while, mm -hmm. I can shift my focus. Sure. I can finally... F also, Riddle, not a great guy. Okay. Google him on your own. Okay. Um, uh, I can now shift my focus to Roman Reigns. So, like yeah, good. so we're maybe setting up a, a Seth Rollins-Roman Reigns, which the, the history between those two is, is long and if there's one thing WWE has always done well, it's um, <clears throat> promo packages and really kind of wrapping up what could be a, a, a decade-long history between people in a very, very entertaining and informative and, and well-produced uh, vignette slash package. So Nice. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. Um, what, which is the next big main event to come? Uh, the next uh, uh, premium live event, not uh -huh. pay-per-views anymore, uh, okay. is Clash at the Castle in like five weeks. Uh, okay. It's going to be their biggest show. I think it's in Cardiff, Wales. That should be good. It's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. I love, man, Drew McIntyre's awesome. It seems like they finally like, you know, took the, the shackles off of him and he can kind of just run free and just kind of be a just a cool dude that you want to root for. 
Um, you know, he's always carrying around his big claymore sword. Dude, dude <laughs> oh, that's who that was. That's, that's who Drew McIntyre, the guy yeah. with the fucking sword. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a few years ago, it looks like they were really, you know, putting, you know, in the in the business they call uh, strapping a rocket to him and pushing him to the moon. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he was the champ and he was like beating all these like top dudes. Uh, and then they just, it just kind of like fizzled away. So we'll see. I don't think he's going to be at this point. You've built up Roman Reigns so much. Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe who is currently involved that can actually beat him, you know, cause it's going to be a great story when they finally find somebody yeah. to take it from him though. And depending on how they do it, they could really, really, really make somebody a star. You know, yeah. that was the thing they said with undertaker for years with his WrestleMania streak, like mm-hmm. back when he was undefeated, it's like, well, Whoever it is that does beat him, they could mm-hmm. really make somebody, you know. That, that was like Roman Reigns, card. right? It was not. The first no, one to who- beat Undertaker at WrestleMania was someone who arguably didn't necessarily need that, but it didn't end up being an awful thing because they ended up having some good matches. It was it was Brock Lesnar. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. And the only two people to beat Undertaker at WrestleMania are Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Okay, so that's I saw. I guess I saw it after he had already had his streak broken. Yeah, that was at um, WrestleMania in Orlando, which I was at. um, And I I still am bitter because they like made it seem like, well, you know, Taker left his his jacket and his hat in the middle of the ring after he lost. And they made it seem like, ah, the dead man's done. (laughs) Of course, he wasn't because it's wrestling and no one's ever done. Ric Flair. Two nights ago, just had his last match. Yeah. I don't know if you I saw that. that. It was bad. Oh, my God. It was so, it was so sad. Did he have, like, a heart attack? Yes! How many times? When? That's insane. That's insane. Well, and, um, and while we're on the subject of Ric Flair, go ahead and look up uh, the episode of Dark Side of the Ring called The Plane Ride from Hell. It's, done by, it's a great series done by Vice. They're all on Hulu. And, uh, you know... It, it, if already you had your doubts about Ric Flair's moral fiber, which why would he be a good guy? You know, a good man. Um, yeah. Also not a great, turns out wrestling produced not a lot of great guys, um, <laughs> uh, but especially from that era. And yeah. So I, 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 I gained no enjoyment out of watching him have his last match. He won. He won in his last match. You're not supposed to win in your last and match. And he You're won. Look at go that. out on your back. Put one of the younger guys over. No, no, not Flair. I'm also <laughs> bitter because I supposedly saw his last match as well, uh-huh. which was at WrestleMania in Orlando years before that one that I just saw. Uh, uh, his match against uh, Shawn Michaels. It was a, it was a beautiful match. A stadium full of grown adults weeping <laughs> over this match. If you ever see he, the the that's gift, the where he says I'm sorry, and he, he says I'm sorry, I love you, and then he hits him with the sweet chin music, and I'm about to start crying all over again. I remember it was that. Beautiful. I remember that. I yeah, remember that. that's a damn shame. But um, all right, we're gonna wrap it up, and we're gonna get out of here. Um, Richie, man, <laughs> this was so much fun. This was so much fun. Uh, it was a joy to get on and talk with you and have you uh school us on some wrestling. Um, before we get out of here, I want to give you an opportunity to um, plug yourself in. If you're doing any work out there, um, give everybody your Twitter handle. Guys, please follow this guy. Listen to his shows. Um, he's just so knowledgeable when it comes to wrestling. He has a great podcast as well. 
Uh, go ahead, man. Uh, the floor is yours. Network. I'll let you plug yourself in. <laughs> yeah, it's on network. Plug it in, man. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, well, I'm a little upset that, you know, this is this is all, you know, we're talking about. I mean, I was ready to come here and, you know, talk about uh, uh, Stephen Ross getting, getting, uh, uh, you know, fined and, and suspended and whatnot. And, and uh, the person in charge of the Dolphins right now is technically Fergie. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Ozzy. You sent me that. Yeah. We, um, J- Jason has a Jason. Our, our other co-host Jason has like this whole spiel, and we promised him we'd let him vent it all. And he started talking to us. We're like, "Shut up, vent it all on the show. We'll hear that. Shit, so we'll hear that tomorrow." I'm sure. I'm <laughs> looking sure. forward to it. All I'm going to say though is, 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 you know, I, I'm with Jason. Two went on is real. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. It sure um, is. No doubt. I've been watching more baseball games than ever. If Ozzy, you can't talk about the Marlins, let me talk about the Marlins right now. What else? Oh, boy. Unload the clip for Durant. Anybody but Butler and Bam. Let's go. Are we going to talk about Democratic nominations for the governor of Florida? Nikki Freed. Team Freed. All day. Let's go. I love it. We got a red. We got a rant. Um, like I, I watched the offer because of you two schmucks. Nice. Uh, it was fine. There were some cool scenes in there. Um, definitely best piece of Paramount propaganda you're ever gonna watch. <laughs> <laughs> they flashed the Paramount logo 50 times Everywhere. in the intro. Everywhere. Good lord. Everywhere. You know, but Matthew Good is Bob Evans, my guy, Ruddy. <laughs> You get, you get Giovanni Rabisi doing a psychotic, I don't know, no or something. Ready? Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what kind of backstop the Beetlejuice are you doing? What is happening here? I don't know what that means. Um. Anyway, yes, at Rich Cami on Twitter and Instagram, at the Whack Pack Live on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, uh, podcast that we have. Um, uh. uh it's rare these days, but we still put out uh, a wrestling podcast, Pod Swoggle. If you can't get into the name, you can't get into the show because we do some real off base shit. Um, uh, the Blank Slate, we're about to reboot that coming up soon uh, with a lot of fun stuff um, that I want to get you guys on for as well. Um, kind of just kind of reinventing that show a little bit. Um, also, I'm going to be this month. Uh, this month, I'm going to be on the Bill Buds podcast. It's a, a, a I like to call it a nice poptimist podcast uh, hosted by Johnny O'Mara and J- uh, JPC. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to going on and uh, talking Johnny. about uh, a, a, a Jimmy Buffett album, which nice. you know, I'm, I'm going to be the only person they know that does that. Um, and uh, oh, my God, what else do we got going on here? Um, uh, my girlfriend, Charlie Williams, uh, she streams uh, with Journey Punks, which you can find on Twitch. And uh, yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all I got. That's it. That's you know, in circle of slime. Get on yeah. it. Uh, 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 contribute to the to the to the. It's, it's not Patreon. Yeah, you just got going on. It's, I don't know what it's it through is, Anchor. But... Yeah, it's Anchor. Support. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Become a circle of slime supporter. Appreciate that. That's all I got, man. That's that's. All. I mean, I look. Trust me. I, I love what you guys got going on. Um, it's. It, I'm about a month behind on podcasts as it is, but uh, yeah, I, I love what you guys got are doing. If y'all would be gracious enough to have me back. I'd be gracious enough to come back, talk oh, AEW. Yeah. I'd love to hear what you think about that. Um, yeah. All that stuff, man. That's what's up, man. Well, we really do. Thank you so much. Um, I had such a good time me and my daughter. We're like getting back into WWE and we're having so much fun. 
You're um, making me want to over here. Yeah, man, it's so good. <laughs> if, if you're if uh, you're down to run it up again and have another episode in the future, uh, Circle always. Slime is a hundred percent down, and I I really can't wait to do it again. This was so much fun for me. Just just put the rip signal up, and I'm there. There you go. Ozzy's <laughs> <I love> <laughs> um, uh, so back in college uh-huh. uh, is another thing I might be able to start putting out there. Back in college, uh, the aforementioned mullet invented a drinking game called the royal rumble drinking game uh which you asked what the next big big show is the big four are are wrestlemania SummerSlam, uh royal rumble and survivor series um and survivor series is coming up in november royal rumble is always in january mm-hmm. mullet invented the royal rumble drinking game and it is maybe the the perfect drinking game it is it's about on average an hour and five hour ten minutes and it's about the same effectiveness of like three fourths of a power hour. You know how like you get three, you get 45 minutes into a power hour and you're like, this is great. How effective and efficient. This is where I want to be. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, I, I need somebody to shove an ice pick in my face right now. I want to die. Um, it's, it's, it's just like that minus the last part. It's perfect. And you're watching wrestling while you do it. Well, nice. Uh, this is a surprise for Mullet. I don't think he's going to see this, but uh, our, our good friend in the aforementioned Johnny O'Mara, um, he has been working. He's, he, he, he went to coding camp over the over the pandemic, and uh, he's putting together a little uh, Royal Rumble drinking game application. So Ooh, uh, nice. you'll be able to, to play along at home because uh, oh, the, yeah. the, the rules can get a little finicky, a little little intricate. But hopefully with this. Hell you know, yeah, it's, it's in wait. whatever's before beta. It's in that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have updates. I'll have updates. Hell yeah! Oh, this was so much fun. Yeah, thank you, sure. thank you, man. Appreciate it, Slime. Uh, you want to plug anything in before we get out of here? Any last words for you? No, just uh, thanks as always, Rich Cam. He's even if it's not about wrestling, he's knowledgeable about all kinds of shit, and it's always an entertaining time, regardless. Uh, even when we've caught up just chatting on on. Last time we zoomed and we just talked for we ended up talking for over an hour. It was just so great just to hear everything and be part of it. So we appreciate having you on, man. We know we love you like crazy. You've been a supporter of the Circle of Slime since day one. You've helped us launch a lot of the stuff we do, gave us a lot of great advice to get us here. So for thank sure. you, first and foremost. And uh yeah, catch him, you know, hit a rewind button and catch all those handles again. Catch his whack pack series. He benefits a lot of good charities when he does that as well. So shout out to the whack pack. Um and yeah, get your primary votes out. I already, you know, with the baby and everything, we ended up doing mail-in voting. So we already sent our ballots out and we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, definitely shout out to Nikki Fred. Vote, jumped on that train, not jumping on the Christ train or Chris, sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> get uh, get in there, get your votes in and uh, get ready for an episode tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was super fun as well. Even for me who did not watch SummerSlam, can't even lie, but I tried to do my research beforehand and I still had a great time here. So subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe show us some love we we did launch our uh supporters group on anchor there's plans as low as 99 cents a month upwards of ten dollars a month so nothing crazy but we want to thank you guys for every little thing you do uh i think slime is working on a raffle uh for the people who have become supporters i'm not sure when that deadline ends but he's going to be giving out some merch and some cool stuff for the show so keep your eyes open on that circle of slime pod on on instagram circle of slime on twitter and facebook we're everywhere, so please keep supporting and showing love. We appreciate it.
There you go, man. Again, Richie, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at, wherever you are, if you made us the Circle of Slime a part of your day, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. It's me, your boy Skinny, Ozzy Fresh, and the boy Rich Cammy blessed us today. Peace out, everybody. Peace.